not all right. Here we go. Another show. This is Larry Monkey, and this is the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I'm here with at Run DFF. But we could we could just call. I did not realize the, the the perfect name was right in front of my face the whole time until Manolo was on the show and was just started calling you Run the whole time. It's you Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Hey, Run. That was one of my uh that was my team name in the league for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Run's house. What's going on? Well, I, I had to duke it out with my three-year-old tonight, so I'm feeling feisty. You know, nice. I had to win that battle. I, you won? Uh yeah, I won. <laughs> she she did not she was not happy with me at the end. Uh oh. You know, she don't want to listen. I got to put that foot down. So, oh. yep. <laughs> they got any switches down there, man? You got to I'm not pulling a switch on my phone. <laughs> man. She's not old. I'm not pulling it out because she ain't old enough to go pull it herself. So you're a switch guy? No. <laughs> no, no, no. She might get a little hand of the booty every once in a while. But no, I ain't a switch guy. <laughs> Uh-uh. You ever been switched? So yes, I've had to go cut my. I've had to go cut my own switch. Did and got you? whooped. It's not switched. It's whooped. You get whooped with a switch? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my family's from like Podunk, Georgia. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> this yeah. is fantastic, man. I never knew what a switch was until uh, AP. It's a really skinny branch of a tree that they can whip your ass with. That's what it is. Very That's nice. What it comes down to you don't want that. You don't want it. It hurts. Ouch. It sounds painful. It ain't fun. You don't do it. You don't do it very often. That's for sure. You catch that switch one time. You're like, I don't want to do that again. You know, what's painful is me pretty much being mathematically eliminated from the dynasty hot sauce listener league. Yeah. You had, you had a little run there. I thought I was going to sneak in the back door, but then you burst the bubble by saying it's the six seed. This only gets in with points. <laughs> right. Yeah. We have the wild, the six seed wild card. That is, that is true that, you know, you pulled a Shane and didn't know what your settings were for the league. And that's interesting. Yeah. That's um, all right though. Yeah. So you are three games back of the fifth place guy, which is Evan Jacoby secret aardvark. You're, you're three games back with three to play. Yeah. And you're 200 and, 34 or 264 points behind. So it's Whatever. extremely unlikely you can catch him in points. Well, and you would have to outscore the three guys or any, uh, the rest of the league. And you're, I don't know, 250 points behind or something. So it's unlikely. It ain't looking good for you, buddy. As long as I beat Hollywood, I'll be, I'm, I'll, that's, a, that's a successful season for me. I'm rooting for deuces. Let's go, well, Mercer. The hot, we got some heavy hitters up top. Well, Jake is rolling. So. He's finally taken the top spot, and uh, that's yeah. right. There was a changing of the guard. The angry sports couple has been in, kind of in charge of the league the whole yeah. season. Well, they just got swept this week, and they they went one and one the week before, so they're on a little bit of a losing streak there. Well, looking Meanwhile, at the, Jake streaks, won fourteen oh, straight, fourteen in a row. He's seven weeks because we've been doing doubleheader. Seven weeks of undefeated. The that double weeks impressive. are kind of cool. I like yeah. the couple weeks. Well, I do too. I do too. Adds a, little, adds a little intrigue to the week. I swept this week. Not that it matters. I'm. I love the sweep. But- <laughs> I love posting the sweep uh, meme in the in the chat. Yeah, you know, I'm the yeah, guy with that yeah. does that. Yeah, you are. You're, you're the guy that posts all the memes. Yeah, sweaty beaver. We got a sweaty beaver could take it all. That would be exciting. He's the points leader. He's leading in points for the year. So I'm just looking forward to all this draft. With all these picks I got, that's gonna be fun. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll have Shane's pick, which looks like a top three. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Good. That was a strategic because it looked like he was just collecting picks of the during the draft. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, his team's gonna suck. So yeah. I'm just gonna take his. What's but, a what's the rule for our, our this league for tanking? You play your lineup, or I'm gonna get your ass out of here. Let me pose the question. Yeah, let's hear what your buddy said because you were telling me about this before we came on. Let's see what's 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 acceptable tanking etiquette. Benching starters for scrubs seems kind of dirty. I, I've gone through this before. I think it's a bush league move. You know, if you want to lose games, trade. You know, don't don't be right. that guy that's got like. Okay, so here it is. Say I want a Saquon Barkley coming out, and I got a stud team. I'm just going to start playing nobody. I'm part, start putting people on buy so I can get Saquon and add to my stud team. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I hope for everyone that does that, I hope that the, the fantasy karma gods come and get you and slam your team next year. You know, yeah. I, hope it, I hope it falls apart if you do that. I mean, every league, every league has different settings. So it's important to understand the settings when it comes to tanking. Some leagues, you know, are, are kind of dumb about it. Or just I don't know the anti tanking. They don't define it. Yeah, they don't define it. I love tanking. Tanking is an essential part of running a dynasty league. But yeah, I'm not benching legit starters. I'm not benching, you know. And we all miss on guys. You you know you have a hunch you put you play a guy that might be you know you might miss. You play your best guys. Or, I or think the whole league deserves for everyone to play their best team. You don't. You shouldn't be choosing who you want to. And you may be at some point. I think it opens up that door. That and we don't want to go down and, and open Pandora's box on that one, where you get to choose who you want to play your best players against. That's part of the reason that you just need to have it set. Play your best players, you know. Play your best lineup. Yeah, like you're not because you're not you benching guys, guys that are out. There, it's, it opens up the door for collusion in an unprovable way. Like, oh well, I just wanted to bench my guys because I didn't want to win this week. Well, what if it's your buddy and you're like, oh well, I'm not winning anyway, so let me give him a free W or whatever. No, come yeah. on. Just for the integrity of the league, play your best players and be done with it. You know, and if you if you're winning too many games, you need to be moving pieces that aren't future pieces off your roster anyway. Right. And if you're winning too many games with a bunch of youth, then you're not supposed to be tanking. You're supposed to be going out there and winning some shit. So I'm in a tank. It's a rebuild. It's an orphan. I took over and I've just been trading and trading and trading and picks. Yeah. So I'm I've. I've turned out to be one in whatever. I've one win and I'm the last place team. But I have like 300 more points or something like that, something extreme compared uh -huh. to this the the two win team that's but that is because I've been trading pieces throughout. Sure. So it's not like I'm benching guys to lose. I had no intention of of getting I think at one point I cuz I I've I've slowly been like I've been losing cuz there's a lot of at least kind of top heavy, I guess. I've been losing just on close matchups, and it's just worked out that I have the last place team. Right. So it should be interesting. Well, do you remember last year when we started the, the tank tracker because I wasn't losing in HQ1? I just want to pull up like week one and see who I had on my roster and how that played out. I had Peyton Barber scoring points, got him off the team. Right. Jarek McKinnon, like that was Peyton Barber had 18. Jarek McKinnon had 15. He was gone. Uh, Raheem right. Mustard, he scored 32. I kicked him off my team. Michael Gallup, nine and a half. He was gone. Alan Lazard, 20.3. He was gone. 
You know, anybody that's that did anything, Willie Sneed scored 18. I got him off my roster at some point for junk. I don't know. It didn't matter because I didn't want you know, I was basically sitting on Patrick and Kyler and a bunch of scrubs and scored 200 points in work in week one. I was like, no, wait, 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 wait. And still continue to win games the next two weeks. Mm. Poor Blitz went 0 and 2 against me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't. That that's the way to do it, in my opinion. In just my humble opinion, as a small-time podcaster and very limited Twitter following of hey, just do things with integrity. So yeah, you know. Yeah, man. Play your best guys. I mean, you could take shots here or there, you know. Um, just not like egregious shots, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be benching, you know, DJ Moore for Steven Sims or something. You know, right. Whatever. Or, or, I mean, it's important to have active players in your on your starting in your starting lineup. Number yeah. one, and secondly, if you're if you're rebuilding, don't just tank for the first pick. I mean, it should be you should be there should be a strategy behind this. Not yeah, I'm just tanking for the first pick. That doesn't make any sense, you know. I, don't, I mean, yeah, everyone you, has different feelings. Your buddy is on the right track with it. Feels gross, you know. It feels sick icky yeah i can see trying to tank from week one would be questionable but if you're statistically eliminated it would be dumb not to yeah and he's you know he's got a point if you are vying for draft position i feel like you got to be smart about it though yeah but here's the thing everyone in the in the league so far has been playing your full team and now the guys you play in the last two weeks get a free w it does it's not really fair to the league you know, right. and that's that's the thing. Like everyone else had to work for their W's, and they might have lost a couple games here and there. Somebody might have lost to you. You know, you didn't give everyone the same the same treatment all year long. So I just I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, I think, I think the league needs for the purposes of of maintaining integrity in the league. I think everybody has to kind of be on the same page. Well, and be it's like this. There. If you have two, if you have two quarterback ones, if you have two QB ones, and you're leaving one of them on your bench, that's not cool. No, right. Yep. Anyway, it wouldn't be cool. Yeah. There you go. But I hate so, the argument that potential points solves that. I hate that. No, because, the potential points. Because yeah. then you then you're like, okay, well, I have to treat my I have to treat my league like a bunch of children instead of just allowing things to to play out. So we had some big trades in the HQ one league. Some guys are vying for for their positioning by it's making a slug fest in the trades yeah. department there. Now I don't know if I would have traded Lamar Jackson to Stompy if I had known he was going to just flip him. Oh, you whatever you get. What you got. <laughs> You wanted Justin Herbert. You were going to trade him to Stompy. Jackson, Lamar Jackson, though, man. So I can't believe Stompy just fucking just in and out. Didn't even didn't even play game. He wanted he wanted pieces. That he did what he had to do to get pieces. He got Jalen Hurts and two firsts. Well, my my yeah. was going to be a second, and then uh, though probably the one away. He got Madman's first. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, you know, it's not terrible. No, so I think it's a great trade for Stompy, actually, because he picked yeah. up pieces, and you need pieces. He has having one Lamar pieces. Jackson and nothing else in this league and right. an eleven start. Not going to be good. Teamer? He doesn't have any pieces that he could even trade for picks. Like his team is barren, so he, he needs that. You know, and if he's smart, he'll downshift again with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, you know, in theory, you know? like Blitz kind of needs another. I mean, he doesn't yeah, really have any assets. He doesn't have much to offer. I think he's got like Derek Carr and something. I don't know. Right. And no picks. 
You know, Blitz is Blitz is going to learn real quick. He and Madman both this week are going to learn they're basically out because I think what we're going to see is that Shane wins and then he's got too many points to be passed, and that's the six. I think Shane wins this week. Who's Shane playing? Uh, yeah, he's playing Blitz. I think he beats uh, Michael this week, and Sipes is done and realizes, well, he'll be two games back at that point, and so will everybody. If Shane right. wins, the playoffs will be set. So, so I, yeah, so I did make a trade in this league. I gave up. I gave up Tony Jones for KJ Hamler, a twenty-two fourth and a twenty-three fourth <laughs> for Shane with Shane. Right before this went right up, that right was up before he went uh, like ele- like ten carries for eleven yards or whatever. Yes, was. it was right before. It, so it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, and we have been negotiating all day. We five twenty-five my time. So yeah. about an hour and 45 minutes before the game or something 625 like that. 6.25 for us, for me and Shane. It was 6.25 on Thanksgiving. Right. 6.25 on Thanksgiving. I don't know when the game started. What, like 8 maybe? So we had, like yeah. we had been going back and forth on Tony, on T1 and Tony Jones. And I was like, what do I care about Tony Jones? But I'm like, I, I want something back because at, right at that particular moment in time, he was that was all the Saints had at running back. Yeah. And Tony Jones – is a bum, but he remember he, he had a nice preseason where everyone was gushing about him, and then he just like flamed out instantly. So whatever, man. Yeah, I, I don't know up. how I feel about it. It's fun. It's fine. I just I don't like KJ Hamler. I don't think he's anything special. Well, I just picked him up because of the draft capital, second round pick. He's yeah. been injured. He's been an injured guy, but he's you know he's a good slot guy for them. No, I don't think so. I think Judy's their slot guy. Yeah, I think I think that he, he's. Like way so far down the pecking order, it's not even funny right now. Five, because nine. now they have Tim Patrick too. You know, they just signed to an extension. Tim Patrick's going to play right him. specifically with Denver. Their wide receivers can't stay healthy, so who the hell knows? I mean, these guys yeah. are just going to be rotating in and out all season long, and you'll have yeah. your maybe you'll eventually have your KJ Hamler games. Maybe, but he was the 14th pick in the second round in the COVID year, 2020. So there's a lot to uh, 22 years old, five nine. What about the other trade that happened? Oh, that, that was a big one. Talvin yeah. Cook. Talvin Cook gets moved. So I have. So I make the trade, uh, the earlier trade with Shane, where I end up with uh, Singletary, Madison, and <laughs> Zach Wilson. So yeah, I, I'm thinking Madison's Madison's got to be worth something. I'm, and I don't think Talvin Cook's coming back. Oh, Dalvin like, Cook's playing again in like three weeks. I, I mean, it's I mean, they're going to put a shoulder harness on him, and he's going to roll out there. I, I I believe that wholeheartedly. They're not really making the playoffs. They are well, they absolutely might. in the playoff because there's it, the it's NFC extra. is super top heavy. Um, okay. but uh, overall, I mean, let's see here. There's of course in the NFC you have. The Cowboys, the Cardinals, the Packers, and the Buccaneers leading their divisions. All right. You have the Rams at seven and four in a wild card spot. And then there are one, two, three, four, five, five teams at five and at six and five or five and six. There's a bunch of five and seven, four and seven teams. It's tight for that last spot. It's going to be interesting. Hmm. Yep. They're in it. They're, I don't know why they wouldn't save Cook until the playoffs. They got to get to the playoffs. That's why you got to get to the playoffs. All right. So, well, Madison's more than that, capable to be a uh, RB. Yeah. So, but this trade, it was uh, Dalvin Cook for Clyde Edwards-Helaire, 
and a 22 and 23 second round pick. Interesting. It is interesting. So that's that's uh, Josh getting Ceh and hoping for the playoff run. Right. And Alex saying, thinking that he just got himself a stud for 2022 if yeah. Cook stays healthy. Uh, but it re- completely removes any leverage you had on Dalvin Cook because now right. the Dalvin Cook owner has nothing to do with the playoffs. So yep, yeah, that sucks for you. Just like it's just like Stompy getting those two first rounders. Now those two first rounders are not going anywhere. That's right, yeah, they just stuck. they just landed. Yeah, they just landed. So there's no leverage there to get those from you know like Shane. So that's interesting. But uh, you know, I made some trades in the hot sauce league. Oh yeah, you but, did. Uh, you did kind of that. paired up together. Well, real quick though, Madison's going to be a free agent in 2023. By the way, so just saying. So you got to wait till 2023. Well, you know, yeah. there's going to be some. It's, it'll be just like a rookie pick. You know, if he goes somewhere. Okay, so Alexander Madison will be what 25? Yeah, he'll be he'll be 25 entering that season. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah, almost right. like a like a Derrick Henry late bloom situation well no because derrick henry was getting was getting action even as a young really he wasn't really any good his first couple years i mean who was it um demarco murray was running over there yeah Yeah. it was demarco murray but if you remember in his second year he he kind of had that huge finish and then his third year he he just started going you know a thousand yards his third year by that he was 24 but even in uh 2017, I believe that was when he had that like crazy two or three games at the end. Who, Henry? Yeah, I could be mistaken. Yeah, he had a few games in there. He had 28 yeah. carries for 51 yards and against Jacksonville at the end. So nothing crazy. It must have been the next year when he went off. He had a few games mixed in there, but there was there was definitely you know signs of promise. But he didn't have to move teams. Like, who's the player that, when you think about it, it's like, who moves teams and becomes that guy? Like, uh, Michael Turner, you know, when he went to Atlanta, that kind of thing. I held on to him. I was We were in a keeper league. It's a redraft. And we decided to – you could keep somebody at, if you drafted him after the fifth round. That was like sure. – And I drafted Michael Turner. He was on the Chargers. Held him the whole year. And then when he went to the Falcons, I had a starting running back. So no, like a lot of effort. You had a stud running back. Yeah, he was the man. Yeah, he had 17 yeah, I, yards I, and 17 touchdowns that first year. I think I won the league, actually. Jeez. Yeah. So that year, because of that move. But it was a real pain in the ass just to have him just sit on my bench because he was behind LT, so didn't really have a role, you know, other than just a breather guy. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with Alexander Madison. I think that if Dalvin Cook isn't hurt, then he's just a, a bench guy. He doesn't even have the Tony Pollard, A.J. Dillon role when Dalvin Cook is healthy. That's what's frustrating. Like, he has no standalone value until some until he gets opportunity. Yeah. It's like a calm right now. I, and now we'll have, like, once the playoffs get sorted, there'll be some guys hopefully making some moves. Yeah. this I don't, I don't stress over not being able to make moves in this league, except for the fact that I'm stuck with CMC and absolutely nobody even wants to counter an offer I make. I mean, it's frustrating. I'll tell you that. Losing CMC and not being able to move him for anything is rough. Because yeah. I made a play for CEH. It was like... Uh, oh, yeah? You were going after him, too? I did. I, I tried. I tried. Um, wow. Here, I'll, I'll pull it up. 
I made a play on him. I offered, let's see here. Well, I offered yesterday after that trade, I offered him straight up for Dalvin Cook. Um, but he didn't, he wasn't keen on that. I offered Christian McCaffrey and Jerry Judy for CEH and Jalen Waddle. Alex is out Waddle. On, he must he loves Waddle. His wide yeah, receiver. Well, maybe, right. but he's also out on uh CMC. He said he's played seven games in two years, and I was like, well, fuck. Yeah. I was hoping that somebody <laughs> like I think if I had him in the DDCL and I tried to acquire him last night, if you listen to the trade addicts, uh I think with 48 teams, you could find a trade partner. Right. But it's slim pickings right now in HQ. I need people to get eliminated from the playoffs so they can stop thinking they're contenders. Yep. Madman, blitz. Or you could give up Logan Thomas and a 22 third for the angry sports couple and a 22 second. It was an interesting deal. Yeah. Well, you know, first I actually traded Dan Arnold for Logan Thomas. You know, this is before our show with Manolo and we didn't get into any trades then, but I traded wow. Dan Arnold. For Logan Thomas, a 22 fifth and a 23 fourth and fifth. Just throw-ins, whatever. So I acquired a couple picks there. And then I moved Logan Thomas, knowing I might be able to get a little bit more from him. I moved him. I added a, a mid to late 22 third. Wow. Late I can't believe you got so much for Dan Arnold. Like, <laughs> Logan Thomas, like, you should add something to Dan Arnold to get Logan Thomas. Yeah, well, I don't understand desperate. why he and the, he not he not only added one pick, he had, he had three picks. Three picks. He was desperate for a tight end, and you know you got to capitalize on those kind of situations. Sorry, Jake. I also didn't know that we had a five round rookie draft, so that was nice to see. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you you know, Larry, if you look at your when you send a trade, you'll have the option if there is one that says fifth rounder or whatever. Yeah, but Logan <laughs> Thomas, man, and so. You so Dan him. Arnold turned into yeah. a twenty. Dan Arnold and a One, two. Yeah, Dan Arnold and a twenty-two third turned into a twenty-two second, a twenty-two fifth, a twenty-three fourth, and and fifth. So, <laughs> so four picks there. That's confusing. Bad. Not bad. Very I know good. it's a lot. It's a lot. But that's the that's the wheeling and dealing of a uh, tanking team right there. Get a guy and then move him as soon as he's got value. It's a lot of picks. You have a lot of, a lot of picks. Yeah, I have a lot of picks in this league. Man. It's going to, like I said, it's going to be fun. We talked about CMC being an injured stud. There's yeah. a lot of them. Henry, too. Dobbins. Yeah. Even ETN. Some high hopes for that guy. Acres. Acres. He's in there, yeah. And what are we going to do with AJ Brown, too? Uh, yeah, he was the big topic of the, he's been a, he's been a hot topic. AJ Brown, uh, he absolutely has. Yeah, uh, I've been I've been trying to unload him. He's so young though, you know. That's the thing. Okay, so we have two different divisions of of players in here. Okay, we have the Dobbins, Etn, Acres, AJ Brown, the younger guys that clearly have potential to rebound value. Then we have Henry and and Christian McCaffrey. Those guys, Christian McCaffrey's value is toast right now. If it, I think people are going to need to see like half a season out of him before they even think about, you know, being confident in him. Like they're going to have to see like, okay, he's got eight weeks. I can trade for him now. Like he's been healthy. You know, no one's going to be like, oh, he played three games. Let me go get CMC for his for what he's worth. Because everyone thinks, oh well, we've seen three games at a time before. That didn't work out. So, well, hey man, he's had a run of bad luck. I. St 
I, I don't yeah, really have it. Old. I mean, not he's not old clearly, but right. he'll be he'll be 26 entering next year. Right. And it's not you know that's the wrong. End well, here's the thing: he hasn't really know. played though the last two seasons. Well, that's not that's not a good thing. You'd right. rather a guy play a bunch than be injured a bunch. You know, when you're thinking about future long, you know, future ability to play, the past is what represents, you know, is what predicts the future. Well, here's a here's an interesting uh, trade. The Ultimate Dynasty Podcast League, uh, the, UDP, the, Dyna- uh-huh. the Dynasty Happy Hour traded Christian McCaffrey to the Dynasty Trades HQ for Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, Nikhil Harry, and a 2020 round one draft pick. <laughs> this is okay. This is my bad. <laughs> this was on this December 9th, 2019. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I thought I saw, oh, you know what? I sorted out the trade date by December, but I didn't put the year in. <laughs> Larry said, Larry said, check out this trade when Christian McCaffrey was at the peak of his value. <laughs> <Strolling>. Winning leads. <laughs> his last oh, awesome year. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. How did they get AJ Brown a first and blah 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 blah? blah, blah the twenty twenty first. Yeah, oh yeah, twenty twenty first. Oh, it's December first. It's not going to be any trades in December since it's the first day. Stupid ass. This is yeah. what I get for smoking weed before the show. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Filter results. Well, like, and then, yeah. I put, then I put the link in the uh, HQ uh, league chat for some. Yeah, reason. yeah. People yeah, so, are going. Yeah, that's pretty good. Problem. Yeah, it's pretty good weed. Here you go. AJ Brown, Mr. Hankey <laughs> traded AJ Brown um, for Daryl Henderson, Michael Pittman, and a 2023 round three pick. I like that trade for him. Pittman and Henderson. Okay, what's uh, third? I'm not, I don't, I want AJ Brown. I love Pittman, but I don't think Henderson is, is unless it's like a win now type of move. Maybe, it, might, is, maybe it, it is. Sounds like it is. Because I mean, Henderson, are you going to get anything more out of, this year out of Henderson other than like uh you know Jamal Williams type of role wait wait, why do you have to are you talking about after this year yes this year he's been good yeah Um, yeah when he's been on the field sure which is he's played most of the season right I was gonna say I think he's only missed one game he had he's uh, a little banged up right now so I wonder how that goes but uh, yeah, I mean, he's been he's been really good this year. Oh, here's your boy Ch AJ Brown or Ceh and a 2022 second. Hmm. I want AJ Brown. I, yeah. I still don't trust Ceh. I just don't. I don't know. AJ Brown, Hunter Henry, or Chase Claypool and Elijah Moore. One point seven five. Oh, I want AJ Brown and Hunter Henry. And it's not because of Hunter Henry. It's just because I think AJ Brown is the best player in that deal. Hmm. I didn't. I don't have AJ Brown in my top five right now. Oh, yeah, right. we got to go back to the rankings episode. Yeah, because we. So I've got AJ Brown behind Cup, Adams, and Diggs as well. I've got him one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth. I dropped him out because I'm still. I'm. I'm a little worried. I think. I think I have to. I think everyone needs to be a little bit worried that he's not going to be that guy. AJ Brown, yeah. When he's been on the field, he hasn't been that guy, you know. Uh, you know, he's had some moments, but they're they're once Henry went down, they're all their whole team's out of whack right now. Yeah, but even if Maybe. you go like what weeks one through eight, it's they lost Jonu Smith. That's that's what messed everything up. Right, that's it. Got to think this is a heavy premium, George Kittle or AJ Brown. 
Mm, give me George Kittle yep. uh, for the positional scarcity. Okay, so from weeks weeks one through eight, when Henry was healthy, AJ Brown played seven games, averaged fourteen point nine points a game. He was a wide receiver three, basically. I got a good one great. here. AJ Brown or Devonta Smith in a twenty-two round one pick. Oh, give me Smith in the pick because I can I can flip Smith for more too. Uh, do you want Devonte Smith or Jalen Waddle right now? I love Waddle because he has. Well, I I still think the Eagles are just their franchise is all fucked up. Yeah, not right. not that Miami is the picture of um, health, but I like their head coach better. Do you know where Jalen Waddle is on the season right now in wide receiver scoring? Tua and Hertz are two of the most underrated quarterbacks that are playing right now, and Waddle is, is with Waddle. What what was the question about Waddle? Do you know where he is in wide receiver scoring right now in PPR scoring? Probably what like twelve or thirteen. He's wide receiver ten. Is he? All right, that was close. He's, right? he's played twelve games, and everybody around has played eleven. Basically, like Godwin is one point or you know point four behind him, and Evans is. He's had some big games, man. He's broke off some big plays. Oh, yeah, no, he last week was incredible. You know, you he can't get Waddle really anywhere. No. You can't. I have, no I have him in a bunch of places because he was my wide receiver too in the in the class. So I have Waddle. Really in one, to have him. I have Waddle in one redraft league. That's it. I was real high on Waddle coming in, so that worked out. Not as high on Devontae Smith, and he's he's shown well in pieces and bits, but I just he's didn't still have, not been. If you're starting have, Devontae Smith every week, you're not having a great a great yeah, go at it. I didn't have picks in that range. I don't have any. Devonta Smith or Waddle because they went kind of back to back. Yep. I don't have any picks in that range where I took them. Like the late first, early second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I probably should have. Oh, I, th- I probably took fucking Trey Sermon over both of them guys. <laughs> I'm sure, I yeah, did. yeah. That, in that, one that league that I'm just gonna look up now just to fucking upset myself. I uh I got him in auctions all over the place. Jaylen why Waddle. would why would yeah um actually no Waddle and Smith went before I took ETN before Waddle and Smith. I took ETN with a one five. nine in this league, and then it went Javante Williams. ETN went before those guys everywhere. Yeah, 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 there was like you know there was Chase, Najee, and uh, Pitts. Yeah, there was Travis ETN, the four quarter or the five quarterbacks. Yeah. And, and Williams, and that was the much, top ten. They were the they were the eleven twelve basically. Right. Yeah. There was a pretty set top ten with the five quarterbacks, the three running backs, the wide receiver, and the tight end. And then it, then it, things got shook up a little bit. But you right. know, then it was like, okay, well, Elijah Moore going here, or Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle, and you know, like there was a lot of mix in there. Trey Sermon, Michael Carter was in there in some. I places. mean, everyone talks about Trey Sermon. He was he was the twenty fourth pick in the third round. It's not like he he has great draft capital. At the end of the third round, I mean, yeah, you're, you want your third round picks to perform, but still, it's not like he's like a, an early second round pick, you know? Like they didn't trade up for him. Carter went like ten right. picks after Trey Sermon. Right, right, right. I think if Trey Sermon was in a different situation, he'd be a lot better. But clearly, he is not in. Uh... Elijah Mitchell, sixth rounder. Yeah, no, I mean he's a he's he's going for first round picks right now. He's got four. absolutely, and he should he should you know I I was wrong about him. I thought he was trash, and he didn't look great in the first couple of games. He had like when he came in in relief of Raheem Mostert, he looked okay. Then he had like sixteen for 
I don't know, 30 or 40 yards or something stupid in the, in the second, in his first start. And I was out. And I think I even, I had him in a redraft league, picked him up and then dropped him. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. Whoopsie, whoopsie. I mean, he only went around after sermon pretty much or so. Who? Elijah Mitchell. In, in terms of in rookie drafts. Oh, in rookie drafts. Well, yeah, it's, it, there's what there wasn't much to to give there. I mean, you're talking yeah, about nice, that's a good, nice deal. Game. That's a good pick to fall into somebody's. Absolutely, hands. it's kind of like the Antonio Antonio Gibson thing of 2020. So I don't, I don't know, know man. So ETN intrigues me. What 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 are you making of him? Because I I mean we just said I have him in that particular league. Mm-hmm. What's um. I don't know, man. Do you have him anywhere? And what I actually what? have zero shares of ETN, and it wasn't by design. I wanted him in rookie drafts, but in the two drafts, in the two auctions that I had, that I was, you know, I had all the money. And there were a couple guys that had, you know, a good bit here. I used that was the guy that I used to tie up their money. Like one guy tied up his entire seven hundred dollars or whatever on Travis ETN, and I ended up getting everybody else for. Five, four, four or five hundred, six hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. There's some interesting ETN deals in the uh, DLF Trade Finder. Yeah, it wasn't by design that I don't have any of them. I, I would like ETN. Yeah, I mean, I, I it was just like uh, when that pick came to me, it was always ETN or Javante Williams, and I kind of split it up evenly. Sure. For me, he's a hold. I'm not right. Travis Etienne or a 2022 first round pick? If it's an early first, top half yeah. first, give me the give me the first. Because I don't think that the running backs. I think we're gonna have three solid running backs come in this class. You know, yep. with uh, Walker, Spiller, and uh, Brees Hall. Yeah, I think we're gonna have three solid running backs. Then it's gonna be much like this year: three running backs and then a huge drop off. You know, the first round five. will be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with the first round. Yeah, Tom but Brady I, or Trump. Tom Brady or ETN, obviously contender is trying to get right. Yeah, it's trying to unload ETN for Tom Brady. Doesn't care about ETN. I'll get, I'll get, yeah, a shot at the title with Tom Brady. I could, I can understand that. Cam Newton, Nick Chubb, Dobbins or ETN. Dobbins on the twenty fifth. So this was right before Cam's shit game. Right before Cam. What a great deal. Well, is it Cam Newton, Nick Chubb? Or Dobbins ETN. So you got your two banks, your two mm. season enders for Nick, basically for Nick Chubb and whatever. You're I'll, take, get. I'll take ETN and, and Dobbins. So I think Chubb, yeah. and I said it on Trade X, I think he's one of the most overrated assets in PPR because he doesn't get he doesn't get catches. And so he's solid, but and I think Rocky said it the same way. He can get 20 carries for 110 yards and he got you 11 points. You know, it just doesn't – if he doesn't score touchdowns, it doesn't matter. And he had a – I mean, he really had a stinker this past week, and it's because he didn't catch any any balls. Kareem Hunt, uh, what did he do this past week? It wasn't great, but he got you a few points because he caught some passes. Kareem Hunt or ETN? Oh, ETN. Kareem Hunt's <laughs> old, man. Yeah, that was oh. a deal that was down that went down also. Trade I guess he didn't have any any catches this past week. I was, I was assuming he did. Yeah, first game back, up. what are you going to do? Right. And then the and the Browns look like shit. Oh gosh. What Baker's are... killing me, man. Baker's. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm still crushing. I crushed in because I Jonathan Taylor in SFB. <laughs> so yeah. I'm rocking the rolling. I got the nine and three record. Yeah, I've got a little win streak going, but I'm I need I need points. I need a W. This is the this last is the, week. This yep, is the this last, is the last week, week before the playoffs. Yep. Big week. And this is the first week I may start 
a kicker. I might have to start a kicker. I've been starting a kicker, as crazy as it sounds. I, oh yeah, I've been starting Nick Folk. I think I can't remember. Oh, he's like he's like the best kicker in the league. It's been working. That's for sure. Well, if you look at all the yeah, if you look at all the um, if you sort out the ads drops by uh, points on the year, it's all kickers, and then you have like a random. Yeah, it's just hard to find. But yeah, I mean, hell, he scored me eighteen and sixteen the last two weeks. Really? <laughs> yeah. 18.3, 16.2 the last two weeks in SFB. But then you get yeah. then you get the kicker that just gets you three, three extra points and you're screwed. Oh, brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a roll of dice. I like he's so I'll be playing Boston Scott and Miles Sanders. That sounds great. What oh, the man. F is going on with Hawkinson since we're talking about SFB and I have him? This guy's killing me. Okay, every okay, here's the problem. Everyone thought he's gonna assume a Darren Waller role. He's gonna step into a Darren Waller role, he's gonna get tons of targets. You know, average ten targets a game and just crush it. Well, they have and, no receivers. That was the well. Thing. That's what everybody. That's what that was the reasoning. Well, he's not even averaging seven targets a game. He's just under seven targets a game. That is not what you expect to see out of a guy who is supposed to be stepping into a lead role. You know, his, his best game was the first game of the season. Who's my tight end one? So hopefully he picks it up. Uh, he's got a tough matchup against the Cardinals. There's they seem to be pretty good against a tight end, but. Yeah. He's not the guy that's going to get 10 targets a game. That's not in his wheelhouse. He's limited in that capacity, and that's unfortunate. But if you paid, like, you know, top-tier tight end one price for him this offseason, you're you're not feeling great about it. Right. If you got him cheap, you know, a couple years ago or whatever in the rookie draft at, like, the 109 or something, then you feel fine because you've got a tight end you can start every week, and it's better than most tight ends. I think – He's in that tier of tight ends that just kind of gets lumped together for me. The Gisekis, the Goddards. I'm not paying up for any of them. I want to find my the cheapest of all those guys and grab them. Hawkinson plus what for Pitts? A, a mid first. Hawkinson in a first? Yeah, I think so. Even with Pitts not having the greatest few weeks, he's scoring just, and this is just regular PPR and no premium. 1.2 points less than Hawkinson as a rook. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I threw a couple out there to Swags trying to get Pitts. I know he's the Lions guy. I offered him a um, Hawkinson in a second, but he, he just shot it down like instantly. No counter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade for Hawkinson in a second either. I think there's too much value there. You're talking about a guy who is a first-round pick in one QB drafts in startups versus Hawk, who I'm assuming would go in the third, fourth round. Yeah, I'm waiting for some, waiting for some trades, man. Time to pick a. I guess the playoff push. Uh, I'm in some leagues that are just kind of dead right now. I want to see some. I don't know why folks aren't uh, seizing the moment. You know, everyone's trying to figure out if they're actually in this week. Yeah. This is going to be the the week that everybody's like, okay, I'm locking up a spot. You know, I'm in that six and six range. Am I actually going to be a playoff team, or am I going to lose this week and be eliminated, kind of thing? So, yeah. So yeah. hopefully, I uh, think that's kind of how that goes. Trades uh, will be flying. So we've waited. We've kept the masses waiting long enough. You have your toilet bowl flusher ready to flush. I have not even looked at what it is this week. What happened? So. I did, but I forgot. <laughs> so we'll have to check it out. But no, it was a um, massacre for me. 
Oh, no. Yeah. It was the stars did not align for me this week. It was a elimination of monumental proportions. I'm now only alive in one, two, three. So you lost five this week. Is that correct? I'm down to three. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oof. Five in one week. Well, Dang. It's not entirely true. I think I was I lost like two the week prior and we didn't even get into it. Uh yeah. We had the like quick flush last week because of our man, special guest Manolo was in the hizzy. So yeah, I think I lost two that week, but yeah, I'm three just having mm. to go through it and seeing the line through my name really hurt. So just to get that out of the way, still alive in the hot sauce too. Well, let's get to the hot sauce one first. Yeah, baby. So let's do this. It's time to talk about the true losers. Who you want to take this one? You know, if I'm looking at this right, (laughs) you are. It looks like uh, we get to give somebody a swirly this week. Yep. Mm -hmm. I bet you Stevie D, when he looked at his score, he probably he looked like his uh, his son when his son's when we didn't mention his son's name, when he mentioned his daughter's name, and he like. Oh, turn, yeah, turn around and stormed out of stormed out of the room. That's what uh, Stevie did. Dude. Stevie, Stevie D looked at it. Look at that that line through his name, and he just probably son of a bitch. That's it. Well, you know what? Usually we just flush, but today we're sticking your head in this some bitch, and you're going down with the swirly FF swirly. <laughs> you're gone. Oh, swirling around the toilet, swirling. I feel like Larry doesn't know what a swirly is. What's a swirly? Man, it's when you put someone's head in the toilet and flush it. Oh my god! You've never and heard then, of a swirly before. And then what do you got? You got so when their heads in the toilet, you bust out the switch. Is that what you do? No, we don't. We're, we're, <laughs> not, we're still not switching, folks. We're still no, I, I've on. never done a fucking swirly, bro. No, no, I don't know anyone that's actually done a swirly. I just know what it's called. <laughs> I've never been on any side of a swirly, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know anyone literally that has ever had a swirly, like has ever been privy to a swirly. But that is what it is, by the way. Gotcha. I can't believe you've never heard of that. Is that's that like, what FF swirly is? Is that like a thing? I don't is know. Like a Canada it, thing? They still they it was do perfect for the toilet. Over? That was perfect for the Canadian toilet. swirly. No. <laughs> All right. Take it away on number two. Number two. It's not me. I already revealed that. Yeah, you were number one in the points. I'm crushing. Ah, I have to win this one. Oh, me and my Thafro beards. All right, man. He's in first place. Rust Flame still alive. Talked about him last week. But you know what? It's finally time we got rid of this juice bag. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm really having a hard time like making fun of this name. Like He's a juice bag. Own- it's his own Twitter name, Juicebag. I love it. Juicebag is a great name. It's funny. At, at Juicebag, Ty James. Yeah. Is a loser. Yeah. A juicy yeah. loser. How do I not be like a bigot while I try to flush this Jew down the toilet? How do you know what? <laughs> you, sh- you sure that's the reason? Maybe his name is Juice. No, man. This has got to be a play on, on some. Uh, so he's a Jewish movie. douche. Jewish. Douchebag? Say that think, five times fast. I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be. It's, you know. Say Jewish douchebag five times fast. Jewish douchebag. Jewish douchebag. Jewish douchebag. Jewish douchebag. No, man. No. I got, I got a little... <laughs> what got a little up there. 
I'm sending that. Little... I'm, send, I'm putting that. I'm sending that to all the newspapers, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm canceled. I'm fucking canceled. That's going you know on what? On that Twitter. note, Ty, you're canceled too. You know what? You know what? You see? You see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to like take like remember this episode. <laughs> Whenever that comes out, and be like, look, there's context here, and it won't matter because no. You know how you see a pod, like a pod share something on on Twitter, and it's just like a snippet of their show. I'm submitting that to uh, Panero for I'll the, never. Uh, <laughs> the awards. An awards thing he does. No, Larry, you can't do that, man. That's dirty. That's dirty. Oh man. Especially since you wound up, but right before you were like, "Let me see about if I could be a bigot for this one." <laughs> you know, I said how not to be a bigot. You'll probably you'll probably edit that and make me sound like I'm trying to be a bigot. <laughs> All right, let's head on to number three. Goodness gracious! Oh man, well thanks, Ty James. Cool Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for putting me through the ringer on that one. Golly. <laughs> oh crap. All right. What are we doing here? Number three. We're going to number three. <laughs> Dynasty hot sauce pod number three, baby. And these are best balls. 17. 17 teams, 17, 17 weeks. 17 teams, 17 weeks. Lowest score gets eliminated. And we are down to a half dozen folks. And going smaller. <laughs> no, we lost. We we should get this guy on the show one of these days. Well, think? I'll tell you, I once called this man Eric for an entire, I think it was Eric, for an entire <laughs> podcast. That's right, yes. <laughs> an entire Trade Axe podcast. I can't remember. I think it was Eric. <laughs> Poor Zach Reed at Tacit Assassin 13. Everybody knows him. Uh, yeah, sorry, Eric. Yes, he was assassined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody took you out with that 96 uh. It looked and like yeah. Joe, Ivan, Julie, Jonathan, and Brian all teamed up on your ass. I feel like he was. This is uh, what was that? What's that show? I don't, I don't know. know. What's the one with the <laughs> the dragons? What the, the, the HBO show with the dragons? Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. When the uh, guy crossbows his dad, assassinates his dad on the toilet. Right. Yeah, See where I'm yeah. going this here with what... this. I, I see where you're going with all your spoilers. <laughs> oh, yes. Don't. Uh, yeah, I got to put in a um, disclaimer. Don't. Uh, spoiler Look, alert. Spoiler Game alert. Game of Thrones has been over for years now. <laughs> if people haven't watched it by now. Yeah. It's been over it. so long that I've been called uh, that I that I didn't know the name of it. And yeah, right. referred to it as the dragon show with the with the dragon with the dragons. Like, what? <laughs> you know me. I've got a three year old. I'm like, wait. Sisu, what's that show? Like, there's all kinds of dragon yeah. movies now. Like, Zach Reed, you've been assassinated. <laughs> now we have to dispose got, of your body parts. He got a crossbow right in the, in the chest. Yeah, we have to dispose of you now. Down the toilet you go. I want to win at least one. I hear you. I can't believe it. It's like I ran into like a buzzsaw. Yeah, you know those things aren't easy, man. You have to. I, I, if I had made it through week seven, I think of the timeline, I think I would have been top two score every week since then, or something silly. Right. But 
I didn't make it through week seven, and that was that. What's your plan now for week 13? Scoring any waiver pickups in it at all? In your Shit, no, there ain't nothing on waivers worth grabbing. This is what this, – this is. let's talk a little theory real quick before we get out of here. When you start to look at the waiver wire, and I want you, to, I want everyone to pay attention to how the waiver wire looks in week 12, week 13, week 14, and go back and look at what it was in week two, three, four. Now, keep in mind, if you saved your money till now, congratulations, you're going out there and maybe scoring, you know, an Amir Abdullah around this time. Nah. All right. Whereas earlier in the year, you could have actually got a player that was useful. You know, when you wait this long, You've basically waited for the waiver wire to get thinned out so much. Rosters are getting deeper as the as the season goes on because the the IR spots are getting filled up. So huh. what started out huh. as thirty man rosters ends up being thirty five or forty man rosters because you're filling up that IR and then grabbing all those all those prospects off of the off the waiver wire. So you need to keep that in mind. You're not seeing the same quality. You don't see the same number of players on the on the waiver wire because you're losing players to IR, and that that frees up spots in in your uh, rosters. Yep. So with oh, all yeah. that, there are thirty or forty guys on IR right now that are that have been season long IR guys. It gets rough. I blow my my fab or whatever. Yeah. I mean, first I'm couple of weeks. Down. First couple of weeks. I'm I'm just I'm I'm throwing money all left and right. Like the first three four weeks of the season. Right. Oh, yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you get your guys. That's how you don't get outbid. Some guys throwing, you know, three bucks on something. I'll go go in with fucking. You want the guy? Now's your chance to get him. Don't lose. Yeah, I'm not concerned at all about trying to wait. You know, and if I hit, I hit. If I don't, I don't. It is what it is. I can't sit there and wait and then hope that something happens late in the season. It's not like in uh, in like a redraft league where you have 17 man rosters or 16 man rosters. There, I'm all about saving fab or saving your waiver priority for later in the season. But oh yeah, that's right. We talked about that. You do hold on. You're a you're a hold the waiver guy, waiver spot guy. Oh yeah, in redraft, absolutely, absolutely. Because the end of the year matters more than the beginning of the year. You know, there's always players to grab. I'm dropping my waiver position. I don't care. I'm just grabbing guys. And you'd be surprised how many guys you actually get. You might miss out on like a random big fish that comes along, but the odds are you churning through guys and and landing on one of them. I think is I, I feel like is greater. Yeah, but like okay, so for right now, I have I'm in the fourth spot, but I'm putting in a a, a claim for Jamal Williams, right? In a in a redraft league, in a standard league, even. So I mean, there are going to be players later. You know, Foster Moreau is available. I wouldn't put him. I put wouldn't put a waiver claim on him, but I might grab him anyway. Why? Um, Why are you picking up Foster Moreau in a redraft league? Because Darren Waller's out. Is he? He's out. He's doubtful. Oh. I believe that's. And I don't think. I don't think there's any way that Darren Waller plays this week. No kidding. Something to keep in mind. He's got an IT band issue. He's week to week, is what he is. So I think I don't think he plays. Oh my god! Why didn't I know this? They said he could still play. You know, no one that's week to week can still play, is going to play. At least not. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think he plays. And, but like I said, I wouldn't use my waiver claim, but I would be keeping an eye on him. And as soon as he's officially listed as doubtful, I'm grabbing Foster Moreau. And I'm probably starting him over Mike Gusecki in this league. It's a standard league, no PPR. I think I got as good a shot as any with, with Moreau to score points there. Foster Moreau. I got him in a DDCL. Should I plug him in? 
semi taxi squad probably, actually probably you know if you pull them up off your taxi you ain't winning there you know you're not you're not putting them back i think that's a league where you can't put players back on by taxi squad oh yeah 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 i'm in i'm in two home leagues and i was officially eliminated in one oh thank you really? thank you christian mccaffrey and i'm in first place with a one game lead and most points in the other so that's the the dichotomy of of redraft leagues right there yeah, I'm doing great this season, man. I'm crushing it all over the place. Yeah. And uh, the leagues that I'm like rebuilding in, I mean, the hot sauce league, I wouldn't even count as like me trying to compete. I was, I was, my, uh, once my running backs went down, it was more like, all right, you know, yeah. wasn't one I was like fighting to just having some fun with that one. But other than that, I'm, you know, my competitive leagues have been pretty good, pretty happy, right. pretty happy this season, a little better than last season, that's for sure. So just the way the, the evolution of your players, you know, they finally start blossoming, maturing. Yeah, this, one, this one's been fun, though, because I've had Jonathan Taylor. So, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Hey, all right, then. Actually, I was just talking shit about my how great I'm doing. I'm actually not my one home league. I'm like I'm the sixth seed. I guess I'm in pretty good shape because it's like the four, five and six are all the are pretty much they're close in points and they're. Yeah, they're all they're all six and six. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Right. I have a, I have a pretty good pretty good matchup. So I don't know. Whatever, man. I'm gonna wrap this up. Yeah, I think we Ty should wrap Johnson. it up. Yeah, good. We didn't even get we didn't even talk about the Jets. Perfect. <laughs> what the hell are we gonna talk about the Jets for? That's no, it's perfect. It's like we're always that. always landing on the Jets at some point. Hey, hey, my Falcons are in the playoff hunt. Are they five and six? They're one game out of the sixth spot. Yeah, Dude, baby. That is fucking crazy. They're man. ahead of the Saints in, in the standings. Because <laughs> they beat them head to head. They're both five and six. I don't think that the Falcons are going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're they're clearly not very good. They have like one of the worst point differentials in the entire league. Washington, Minnesota. Yeah, they're kind of tough. San Fran. All these teams are going to be beating the crap out of each other in the NFC West. Might give Atlanta. Atlanta is, my, is negative. It's minus 103. The the Lions winless are minus one fifteen in points. The Texans are minus one twenty eight. But it ain't it's not good. They've lost some they've won some close games. Oh, the Jets are minus one thirty five. All right. I'm ending this show right now. <laughs> They're the worst. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. One, two, three, go. Talking Dynasty Football, baby!